Mindful Chats is a podcast where we sit down and chat like old friends. We'll explore all kinds of topics from yoga and wellness to business to motherhood. It's a place for us to find a deeper connection to one another and dive into new ways of thinking about life, the world, and ourselves. Join me on this journey and I look forward to chatting with you. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mindful Chats. Um, This is my third time trying to record this episode. The first time, just wasn't feeling it. Second time, I recorded the entire episode and I listened to it and it did not, it didn't feel right. So, here I am, my third time. Hopefully this um, goes well. <laughs> um, I feel like in the group, I just recorded a different episode. I just interviewed um, my friend Emma and that episode will be coming out next week. Um, but so I'm feeling a little bit more like kind of in the groove of like recording and chatting and all of that. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this one goes well. This episode is going to be kind of all about my journey through opening the studio, Mindful Yoga. Um, I have been wanting to share about this for a while now, and it was actually one of like the main reasons I wanted to start a podcast so I could talk about like the business side of things and share my journey in a little bit more detail than I can on like an email or on like social media. There's been like bits and pieces, I guess, that have been told, but never like the full spectrum of like from the very first thought to or even like the consideration of opening a studio all the way through to like where I am now. So I'm going to share that with you all today. And I'm a little nervous about it, but I am also very excited because think it'll give people some insight as to kind of where I am now and how I got to where I am and my whole journey in between. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. All right, so I'm going to start off by sharing, I guess, at the very beginning. I mean, because where else am I going to start? But very beginning. I was never one of those people that once I started teaching yoga or once I started like practicing yoga, I never felt that spark of like, I want to own my own yoga studio one day. That was not me. I was teaching at a studio and that studio felt like home. I felt super comfortable there and I never really felt the need to open my own place because I was super content with where I was at and how I was teaching and I guess like my life at that point. Um, But I did have this sense in me that I wanted to 
I don't know if I was like thinking I wanted to own my own business in some way, but I always like looking back, I always had that like little spark of like doing things that had the essence of owning my own business. So, you know, I would put on these like art shows to raise money for, you know, nonprofits and was having all these kind of like creative like outlets of like doing my own thing. But it was never like a thought, I guess, that yeah, one day I want to own my own business. Um, and I also had – I always was more inclined to not have like I guess the normal job. <laughs> um, I never like had a job where I was like working at a grocery store or like normal things, like working for like bigger – bigger like corporate companies that never really like resonated with me or not even like bigger companies, but just like where there were like very like strict procedures or rules. I was actually talking with somebody about this the other day that I had a job at a country club once and it's like pretty like night. It's like a very nice country club. And I, (laughs) I like there were too many rules. I like couldn't do it. I was like, this is not for me. So I worked there for one shift and then I quit after that. My thing was like very small businesses that were kind of like, let me, I guess, have a more like creative outlet and like let me or trusted me to make my own decisions. Like there were obviously rules, but um, it was a little more like free flow. Like my first job was at a cupcake bakery called cupcakes and smiles and I got to like decorate cakes and bake cupcakes and you know there were like the woman that owned it and then another person that baked and then two of us that worked in the front um at the register so uh that type of situation was like more my ideal um uh than you know, working for like a corporate company or something like that. So um, I I always had that little like part of me that was on that track, but track, but never, I guess, uh, I never had that thought of like one day I'm going to open my own business. So I I guess I should also mention my whole, like my whole dad's side of the family. There's a lot of like entrepreneurs and they all own their own businesses. And so I kind of had that like background as well, like seeing that growing up and um, had that, um, you know, I I was able to like see that um, for, you know, most of my life. So um, it was, you know, entrepreneurs were like in my family very much. Uh, So Going back to my, you know, I got my teacher training. I was super comfortable like working at this yoga studio. Um, of course, I had another job that I um, that I was working, but again, that was a little more like on the creative and like free flowing side, I guess. And um, um, I ended up like starting to teach yoga full time, which is extremely difficult, but um I started like kind of moving into this like management position with the studio that I was teaching it at and being more involved 
outside of just teaching. So I got to kind of see a little bit of like the background of how to run a yoga studio and like what that involved and what that looked like. And um, that was really great for me and opened my eyes to uh, more behind the scenes, I guess, of what it looked like to own your own business. It gave me like a little glimpse, I guess, into that. And eventually I was um, offered to uh, purchase uh, the studio and I was, I guess that was my first real like, oh, well, do I want to own my own business? Like that was my first like real thought that I can remember of considering it and inquiring about that. And after a after thinking quite a bit and um, going through obviously all the you know paperwork and figuring out what would be involved with that, I decided actually, yeah, I think it would be really cool to own my own business and um, own a studio. So I went, I started going through the process to uh, do that, and eventually the offer. Um, fell through. So that that didn't end up happening, um, which was super devastating. It was really hard because I went from never even considering owning a studio to all of a sudden being completely like immersed in like envisioning myself owning my own business and running it and what that would look like and what I would do and how I, I would expand and all these like little details and what my life would look like. And um, yeah, it just like really opened my eyes to envision a life that um, I hadn't ever really like envisioned for myself. So when it fell through, it felt super it was very hard and like very, I guess, like devastating for me. But just like anything, I kind of just kept plugging along, kept doing my thing. Um, that studio ended up getting um, purchased later on by someone else. So I continued to um, teach at the new studio. Um, and I think I went through a phase of um, almost like grieving because as soon as the studio changed ownership, there wasn't really much that had changed, but I went from, well, I think it was a combination of being feeling like, oh, this could have been mine, this could have been mine, to this doesn't feel like my path anymore, um, like being here um, in this space. So um, after a year of kind of moving through that, like I guess, grieving process, uh, I eventually ended up leaving that studio. And I, at that time, also had just gotten married. So I... It was the first time that I was in a place where I felt like I was at a crossroads and I just had like wide open, you know, like a wide open field in front of me and I could go in any direction that I wanted to go. 
And I never really felt like I had had that opportunity before and it felt so good. I just felt like I was like, okay, like at this like fresh start and I could make any decision that I wanted to. And of course I like thought about this, like, you know, do I want to have a normal job (laughs) or do I want to open my own studio or do I want to, uh, you know, just continue to teach and find another like space to teach. So I ended up deciding that, yes, in fact, I did want to start working towards opening a studio. And I remember my, you know, my, I remember thinking, okay, I'm not going to put like all my eggs in this basket and put all of my energy into this because if it doesn't work out, I'm going to be super depleted once again and super disappointed and upset just like what had happened when I was in the process of like purchasing the studio before. So when I was going through that, I, you know, put every single ounce of energy that I had into that. And then when it didn't work out, I was just so like wrecked after that. And it made me really realize that, well, one big lesson that I, huge lesson that I got from that was like, you can work super hard and put all of your energy into something and like do everything that you can and try to control everything. But if it's not what you're meant to do or if it's not the path that you're meant to be on, it's not going to happen. So I didn't I didn't want to be in that place or put myself in the situation where I was going to feel that like deep sense of like disappointment and um, and um, I guess like depletion of energy and being left like, well, what am I supposed to do now? So I instead, like this time around, once I made the decision, like, yes, I do want to open my own studio, I decided I'm going to take it slow. I'm not going to put a timeline on it. I'm going to take one step at a time. And if it takes me five years to open a studio, great. If it takes me a year to open a studio, great. I'm not going to put a timeline to it. I'm just going to take, put one step forward, keep, you know, walking towards that goal that I had in mind. And I remember one of the like first, I guess, like steps that I took was to, me and my husband went to this like, we're Uh, living in this like a super Irish neighborhood at the time. We went to this like bar and I had this like notebook and we just like sat outside and like drank a beer and I just like we started like writing out numbers and going through numbers and um, looking at like what what would be um, what would make it worth it to open a studio like financially? Like how many people would have to be in? Like, you know, um, what would the expenses possibly look like? Um, just like really digging into like the financials of opening a business or opening a studio. And, um, and I remember like, 
I think like after we're like getting ready to leave and I was like getting all these like super weird looks like what is this chick doing like at the bar like with a notebook in her hand like what is she taking notes like this is weird (laughs) this is weird um which is like super funny but uh yeah that was like kind of I think like I remember like one of my like first steps towards like okay what would this actually look like and uh And then I guess like my next step was I was just starting to look at the market, like what kind of places were for rent and what was like the average cost to rent a place and what, how big, like what kind of like square footage would I want? And just like taking those, I guess, like little steps forward um, just to see what you know, what that would look like and what I actually wanted and and all of that. Um, So just taking those like little steps forward, all of a sudden, six months later, I was opening a studio and it all just kind of like felt very aligned and like happened very quickly, um, which was great. Uh, but like I said, it happened way, way faster than I had ever like anticipated. Um, but that's like almost how I knew that it was right because I was, because it just like felt aligned and it didn't feel difficult. Like there wasn't this like sense of like, oh, this feels so hard. You know, it just kept, things kept like lining up. Um, yeah, so we we had opened and we had built out the whole studio, uh, which was definitely a process in itself. Um, it was that part was not easy. It was fun a lot of times, but a lot of times it was extremely like physically like exhausting, like mentally exhausting. I mean, there were nights where, like, I I remember like I can still feel this. Like I was putting in our hardwood floors myself. I mean, not like literally by myself, but like a lot of it I put in myself and my fingertips were like just so torn apart because like of like locking them in a certain way and making sure they were tight so that they weren't like, you know, the like pieces weren't like spreading and the drywall. I mean, I swear like my hair was just like constantly like matted with um, drywall dust from like sanding, constantly like having to like clean out my nose because like just breathing all of that in, which I probably I guess should have been like wearing a mask and um, but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, in that, you know, I guess like too, I should mention one of the reasons I decided to open a studio was because I felt that I had something to offer that the studio, other studios in the area didn't. Um, one of the beautiful things about uh, any business really is that each business has something different to offer. So I don't care if it's like a real estate company or somebody somebody that does roofing or a coffee shop or a yoga studio, whatever it is, each 
they could all be doing the same thing, but each business has something different to offer. And that's, I just felt like I had something different that I could offer people. And for me, what that felt like was, I feel like I can offer a place that feels like home. When people, the moment that people walk through the doors, they feel a sense of like, oh, this feels like home for me. And and, and you didn't have to look like a certain type of person uh, to be able to feel that. Like you could, doesn't matter what like your background is or where you came from or what you look like or w- whatever it is. I felt like I could create a space where anybody could walk in and feel like it was a place that they could come in and move their body and feel safe and cry on the mat if they needed to or not move their body if they physically weren't able to. They just, all they needed was a place to like sit and quiet their mind and like lay in Shavasana. Um, So that was like my main, I guess, like vision and feeling. Like I'm very much a feeling person. So I like to create like a a sense of, I, I like to help people feel a certain way through, whether it be through yoga or meditation or movement or the way that I design the space, um, the like essential oils, like everything that goes into it. I love like trying to create this like special feeling for people. So I felt that I could offer that and do that for the community. Um, uh, so uh, that that's what I had wanted to offer. So we opened and I definitely, definitely felt that people were having that sense, um, that sense of home. Like I remember people just like coming in and, and, and like literally telling me that they felt like they were home again and they felt this like sense of ease and safety and excitement to like start practicing yoga and, you know, over the past like few years of um, owning the studio, we, our main clientele, I guess, is people that are just starting yoga for the very first time, or they're just starting to get into their yoga practice again, um, which I think is very like telling because um, we don't have a lot of like advanced, like, um, yoga practitioners coming in. It's, it's people that are wanting to, um, yeah, come back into their body and reconnect with themselves, I guess, uh, something that they feel like they might have lost. So I think that's like a very like telling sign that that's like who our clientele is and that they feel like comfortable, like coming in and, and practicing yoga for the very first time. Uh, so as I'm, you know, opening the business and running, now reflecting back, um, a lot of the things that I was doing was, I think, 
based off of what I had learned from managing or like helping to manage a studio plus working at other studios. So I was kind of taking all of these like pieces of things that I've learned and piecing them together to create, uh, you know, my own like version of them. But there were a lot of things that looking back, I'm like, that wasn't maybe really what I wanted or what I needed. I just felt like I had to do those things because that's what yoga studios did. Like I didn't have the awareness of like checking in and seeing if that's like what felt right for me. It was just very much, yeah, this is just how you do things because that's the only thing I guess I had ever known. Like, for example, we're going to use this uh, software for scheduling because this is a software that like everybody uses, um, even though it's super expensive and we are a new brand new studio um, and not making any money <laughs> yet. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I guess – yeah, have that awareness of like, well, wait, should we use another software that's like maybe cheaper and we'll save money and that kind of thing? It was like, yeah, this is just like what studios use. So that's what we're going to use too. Even though we don't even really need half of the things that are like, that are like offered through this like platform. Um, So there were little things like that, that I don't think we're truly like in alignment with um, what maybe I um, in alignment with what I uh, should have done, I guess. Not that I regret it at all, but um, just wasn't totally me. There was a sense of that. There was a sense of me, but not like totally. So, um, in the first, you know, the first like, you know, year, year and a half goes by and I felt, um, was feeling good and feeling like things were going good, even though I personally was like not taking like a regular paycheck or anything like that. I'm going to be super like transparent and like open with this because that's like why I wanted to do this podcast is to be like totally open and honest. Um, so I always like kind of struggled with that, um, with, you know, paying myself and, you know, I mean, it's like sometimes that's part of like why you want to open your own business is so that you can make money, you know, um, uh, even in yoga, even doing yoga, you know, you, you still like need to like make a living and, uh, pay yourself. Um, but it wasn't something that I was, um, doing, um, uh, quite yet. Um, so I guess it wasn't until, okay, let me like back up. Actually, no, I'll keep going. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I have an outline, but I'm trying to, uh, um, I guess, like, keep things on, like, a timeline and, and uh, reflecting back. Um, so I guess a year and a half in, I found out I was pregnant. And 
um, you know, went through my whole pregnancy, was running things, um, got it all set up for when I went on my maternity leave. And it was when I had my son that I had this like flip switch flip. (laughs) It wasn't until then that I was like, had this moment of like, oh, wait a second. I, one, like can't keep running the studio how it's been running because I'm not making any money and now I have a kid. So I need to be able to, I can't be like spending all of this time running a business and not making any money off of it, um, if that makes sense. Um, I, I, If I'm going to be doing this, I have to be like making money because it's taking time and energy away from being, from being with my son. So that was like the first I remember like I was in the shower and I just had this moment of like, Oh, wait a second. What am I doing here? Okay. Okay. What are I, I got to like change something here. And, uh, from that point is when I, things just like really started to like shift for me. It was shortly, it was in that time frame that I started to really feel the effects of like being a new mom and, running a business, I started to get super burnt out. I just, I mean, there were like points where I was just like, I don't know how I am going to keep doing this because I, I can't keep, um, you know, running out. I I found myself putting my energy into like the things that I didn't really want to be doing or caring about. Actually, honestly, like all of my energy aside from like being with my son was going to things that I actually like really hated about running a business because I mean, just like anybody's job, there are things that you don't like doing um, when you run a business or with anybody's job. So the things that I really hated doing were the things that I was like doing the most and having to do the most. And I mean, I'm talking about like stupid, silly little things like needing to go get tea and needing to go get toilet paper from the store and running out of this and running out of that. And, um, you know, those aren't the reasons why I opened a yoga studio and I found myself only doing those things. I was still teaching, but even when I was teaching, I felt like I just didn't have time to even or the energy to like really um, practice myself and feel inspired about what I was teaching. I just felt like I was teaching the same things over and over and over again and was just feeling like super uninspired by like what I was offering to people. And I just felt like I was in this place of like, I just don't know how long I can keep doing this. So, and I, 
I guess the best way to describe it was like I felt like I was running at full force and I had this like gigantic boulder just like scraping the back of my head and I couldn't get away from it. It was just like and felt like any second I was just going to get plowed over and that was going to be the end of everything. <clears throat> I could never catch up. So and probably a lot of this had to do with like obviously like you know hormones and not getting sleep and all that but i mean still i just i felt very burnt out and i knew that i had to change something but i just didn't know how i felt super overwhelmed by you know, how to go about changing things. I didn't even know what that would look like. I I just, I didn't have a lot of like room to even explore that. Um, it, in my head just felt like it's either all or it's absolutely nothing. And I have to like close the studio because I don't know how to maneuver, like making any sort of change. It just felt like very impossible for me at the moment. So I was at this um, women's business circle that I was a part of and I was venting to them and crying about how um, all the things that I just told you and I just I, I remember saying like I just feel like I need a break I just need a break like I need like some space like I just feel like I have to like step away for a second and I'm not even kidding you like I think it was three days later we COVID hit and we were forced to close and I am sort of sorry for saying this I know it was it, it's a very serious thing COVID and and has affected obviously so many people but I remember just thinking when when I had to close being sort of scared but also feeling like oh thank god this is the break that I needed this is this is the break that I've been like asking for and I finally have like a second to like breathe and be like okay what is it that I want like what how can we make this change? Like I had the space to just start to even like explore that. Um, and at that time, I thought I was only going to be closed for like two weeks. So I was like, oh, okay, I got a two week break here. How am I going to like, let's start like exploring the options. And obviously this was like after I, I had gotten like all of our online stuff like up and running and like cranked all of that out. And then I remember being like, all right, I'm enrolling myself into a yoga class for myself. And I enrolled myself in this, I think it was like a, maybe like a three-day like – or maybe it was like a week-long program or something like that. It was like this workshop with a teacher that I had really wanted to take classes with. But she lives in like Bali. So I could never, obviously I didn't really like have the opportunity to go there. So like I enrolled myself in a workshop with her and 
finally was like, oh, I'm feeling that like spark again, like just a little hint of it. Now I'm putting my energy into the things that I really love and like why I wanted to open a business. So, um, you know, that what I thought was going to be two weeks ended up being, I I think it was like six, six or seven months, maybe even a little longer that we were closed. So I had now lots of time to explore and dive deeper and figure out what it was that I wanted. And in that exploration of not just like business, but also exploration and diving into like my own self, I realized like one big realization that I had in all of that at first was that I had been running the studio in a place of fear, like a fear-based place. So what I mean by that is when I opened the studio, I was opening it because and this is not, this was not like a thought when I was actually opening the studio, but looking back, I can see that there was like a little essence of like fear because I felt like I, oh my, I have to like open a studio because I'm never going to find that space of home to practice again. And other people are not going to find that sense of home anymore either. So I guess I have to be the one to do it because what if we, what if we never find that again? Um, so even just like the like foundation or part of the foundation was built in a fear-based place. And then a lot of the decisions, especially like towards the end of thing, the end of like, um, like before we closed with COVID, there was a lot of decisions that were being made from a fear-based place, like solely like, oh my gosh, like, okay, we're not going to like, we're really cutting it close with rent this month. So like we have to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. Like there wasn't the energy of, oh, I would love to like teach, um, you know, beginners. I mean, obviously I I have that. I love to teach beginners, but it was like, okay, we got to do a beginner workshop because the beginner workshop always does really well. And like, we need to like make money this month to like keep our doors open and we got to do it. Otherwise we're not going to be open. And like, I was like scared of that. I didn't want that to be the case. So there was like that fear behind it. And there was like little hints of that. And then it just that I think just started to like build and build and build. And then I came to this realization of like, holy crap, I've been like running this out of fear. Like all my decisions are coming from like this like fear place of like fear. I don't, I do not want to run a business that is based in that. Like I don't want that to be the foundation of the business that I'm running and what I'm offering to the community because that does not feel good for me. And I don't want other people to even have that like slight sense of that. So 
I, in that moment, once I had that realization, I said to myself, I am never doing that again. That is the end of that era. I'm cutting it off. We're not, I am not running the studio. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not running it with the foundation of, with fear and the base of like any decision that I make. I don't want fear to be in any part of uh, the business. So um, once I made that decision, I started to explore, well, what, what do I want the studio to look like? So that became my a place of exploring what what I wanted it to look like, what I wanted it to feel like, and what really felt in alignment with what I wanted and what didn't. And to really quick like backtrack, I remember um, about a year and a half, two years prior, like probably like right before I found out I was pregnant, I remember having this moment of feeling like, oh, I'm like so sick of like how the studio is being run. I want to do something different, you know? I want it to like – Everyone has every studio has their own feel, but in like slightly different things. But I'm like, all everyone's like pricing is kind of the same, and everyone is offering kind of the same style classes, and you know the schedules are general generally the same, and it just the feeling is a little different, and the like aesthetic is a little different, and you know, but I was just like. I want to do something really different. Like I want to do something that nobody else is doing, but I just like couldn't quite pinpoint what that was. So when I was in this place, of, I kind of like sat on that for a while and like sort of, I guess, explored it, but not a whole lot and kind of just knew like something, like I felt it like right at the like tip of my fingers. I'm like, something is going to click one day and I'm going to be like, yeah, that's what that is. That's that's what I've been looking for. Um, so I kind of just like sat on it for a long time and being just like trusting that like, yep, the, it, the idea will come up and I'll feel it when it, when it happens. So in this whole time over the past year of me exploring like different avenues I wanted to go down or what I wanted my business to look like now, um, I was kind of knowing that this little piece that I was looking for was going to like show up and I could feel it coming soon. I just didn't really know what it was and it felt very frustrating at times because I'm like, why can't I just know? And I was like really trying to like control it and be like, well, it's probably this or it's probably that or let's try this thing or what if it looks like that? And none of that was like really working out. Um, so I finally was like, just like, okay, I need to just like surrender. I need to like just let go of the control. The idea will come when it's supposed to and it'll click. I'll know it. So I started to 
that's kind of when the idea of the mindful experience came up um, because I was looking at the things that I really loved to do in the business. That was like the place that I was really exploring. And so one of the things that I really loved to do was yoga retreats. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to blow that up. We're going to expand in that area. And even though it's COVID right now and people aren't really traveling, um, this is going to be a place that I expand once it's okay to like, you know, travel and be together with people again. Um, because that is like when I lead yoga retreats, I feel so like whole and I feel like I can lead people deeper and really um, help people connect to themselves again, which is now I know that like that piece that I've been looking for for the past like couple of years. So I knew that was like my first like, okay, I'm going to blow up and like expand on the yoga retreats and I'm going to like retract and pull back in yoga classes, weekly yoga classes, because I love teaching weekly yoga classes, but I can only bring people like so deep in that space. Like I can't dive really deep and really have people explore themselves in a 60 or 75 minute yoga class. I still love teaching in that place, but I can't have a, you know, I can't have a schedule that has like 25, 30 classes a week because that takes up too much space and doesn't allow for me to um, expand in other areas that I really enjoy. So I'm like kind of retracting the yoga classes and expanding in the yoga retreats. And then I was thinking to myself driving one day, well, okay, so I love teaching yoga retreat or leading yoga retreats, but how can I create that experience and pull that into like a um, in like the format of a yoga class. So then I came up with like the yoga experience, which is, you know, um, uh, kind of enhancing all of our senses and, um, really tailoring the practice to a very small group of people and honing in on what their needs are and helping them, um, um, in those like needs, uh, in those areas that they like need help in, I guess. Uh, so, and making it fun and like it's kind of like a surprise and um, adding in all of these other elements besides like just yoga. So I started doing those and those were like, you know, really popular and people and fun and people really liked that. So that was like kind of getting me like one step closer. And then I, um, as I was like leading um, those yoga experience classes, I realized um, like, oh, what is something that I could like add in? Um, Reiki would be a really cool thing to add in. So I, you know, reach out to a friend of mine and asked her about getting certified in Reiki. And so I went through my level one and that was, I think, my like second like a big realization was like 
uh, once I started practicing Reiki on other people, I realized like how, I mean, I had had Reiki done for myself and knew how powerful it was and seeing the, seeing what it was doing for people on our yoga retreats. But then once I started actually practicing on people, I was like, wait a sec. I think I want to like offer this. That was not my intention going in. I thought I was just going to have it so I could offer it during like the mindful experience classes and like have that extra like little element added in to make it that much more special. But now I really love working with people in this format. So, or in this way, and it gives people in my mind, I was kind of seeing like, okay, gives this more like holistic, um, I guess like space for healing, you know, yoga, you can do a lot of healing in your physical body through like the movement and stretching and connecting with your body and that a lot of people lose over time and giving yourself space to, you know, like clear your mind and center yourself and step away from like the day to day. But then Reiki was like this element of like moving energy, like stagnant energy in the body and um, helping set intentions for people and um, have seeing that like make major like changes in people's lives that I was shocked by. Um, so that was, I guess, my second like big shift of being like, okay, I I think this is like the direction that like I am like wanting to go, like offering more like one-on-one sessions and like not just Reiki, but also, you know, yoga sessions. And I started, uh, eventually I got my like level uh, two certification for Reiki. And then I started to explore and do more research on working with people one-on-one um, because I had had experience with it, but, um, not, I guess a ton. So I started to, I guess, like do more research and explore what it, how to work with people one-on-one rather than in a group class, because they're definitely completely different. Uh, so I started to, um, I guess this is like where we are now is like, we have these like group classes, but I have shifted to work more one-on-one with people to really hone in on people's needs and making those shifts and helping people to make these, as Martha Beck says, like one degree turns to their more, to their whole self and their authentic self. Um, Because that's what I feel that right now I need to do is to put out offerings to help people find their whole selves Um, again because in our society and how we grew up, we have gone from 
being born into our whole selves and then like slowly taking these like little one degree turns away from that. And if you don't realize that, you can never like pull yourself back in um, to who you truly are. And I want to be able to help or guide people to that, to feel feel their their true selves again and explore that and find that. And and that might be through yoga, that might be through Reiki, that might be through breath work, that might be through meditation, that might be through a yoga retreat. Um, it might be through whatever, like, but I want to take these tools and and help people like kind of guide that, guide them back onto their path and their into their selves again. Uh, so um uh, that's kind of like, you know, where I have like started to shift things with the studio and I can't even tell you, it took me a long time. Like I didn't even have this clarity until now. I mean, very, very recently, like probably just in the past, like several weeks, um, but it feels, I can't even tell you like how much better it feels. And I just, even in my classes that I'm teaching, um, like my group classes, I, I feel so much more like inspired and aligned and like excited to teach. And I can't wait to come and lead people through class. And I just feel so good about it. And it feels way more like me. Like I now I can very confidently say like every decision that I make in the studio is rooted in who I am and what I have to offer. And I know that um, through this whole, I guess, year of exploration and trying to figure all of that out. Um, uh, so and that will obviously continue, um, you know, even after this podcast is out, like this will continue to shift and evolve. And, you know, business is, um, will also like evolve. It's not just, it's not just going to stay exactly how it is. And I think that's been, I mean, a lot of people can see that even if you don't own a business, like, you have to shift and you have to evolve based on like what externally and what's going on like internally for you. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, that's been, that's been my journey, (laughs) um, through this whole thing. And one of the reasons why I wanted to, I guess like share this journey is so that people could be inspired to wherever you are, start making those little one degree turns um, and shifts in your own life, even if they're really, really small, even if they're like, I'm not going to use this software that everyone else is using. I'm going to use something that is more suited for me and what I offer. Or I am going to choose to eat this cupcake 
for breakfast because, you know, that's just what I need right now and that's what feels good for me and not have any judgment behind that. Um, I, I just want people, one, to like see the behind the scenes of owning a business and the journey of it my personal journey, but also to, like I just said, help you feel more inspired to realize that you can do the same thing, whether you own a business or not, you can make those shifts. And sometimes they're really difficult. Sometimes they're um, a little easier. Uh, But um, yeah, hopefully that does that. Hopefully, hopefully you guys are feeling inspired and uh, have seen some insight into uh, my own journey. Because a lot of this I have not shared with um, a lot of people or have been like so honest about it. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you got something out of this. And... Um, Yeah, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Um, Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you. Um, If you know somebody that would maybe be inspired by this episode or um, you think would benefit, send it over to them. Uh, That would be greatly appreciated. And... Yeah, thank you. Thank you all again so much for listening to this episode and letting me be honest about my journey through mindful yoga and this transition. I appreciate all of you listening and sharing and reviewing um, mindful chats. I just feel super thankful right now that I now have this space to open up and and share um, a little bit more in depth than I uh, used to be able to. And... Uh, yeah, if you, uh, well, I should say these journey episodes will be, um, kind of like a subcategory of mindful chats and people sharing their own journeys through either yoga or, um, owning a business or, um, you know, probably mostly like their yoga journeys, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and this is just, I think, hopefully a place for you to relate to people in their journeys and gain some insight as to kind of where they come from, um, and the, and the road that they have, um, been on. So, um, if, uh, you enjoyed it, um, share and leave a review. Like I said, I really appreciate it. And, uh, thank you. Thank you again.
we will chat again soon. I'm excited for it.